Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Welcome to the Embrace the Awkward podcast, episode 47. We have one goal in mind, and that's to help you handle awkward better. And today, if you've got a short car ride, we're about to fit in that little window right there. We've got a really quick episode for you. This is 30 quick tips for leading discussions or small group time. We're going to fly through some ideas. Kyle, I got to ask, though, before we start really quick, are my odds or evens? You are odd, uh, evens. And you're odd, that's for sure. All right, <laughs> Kyle, kick us off. All right, number one, uh, pray for wisdom throughout the process of writing the questions and asking. You, this is not something you should be dependent on yourself. You should be dependent on God. Define the objective for your discussion. Know what you want to accomplish out of that time. Kind of have a goal in mind of where you want the conversation to lead to. Number three. Accept the reality that your role as a leader is not to teach, but to lead a discussion. Your questions Mm. are more important than your answers. Mm. You're not there to teach again. Yeah. Number four, be prepared. Look at the questions beforehand so you can put them into your own words. Just a connection doesn't happen from sheet to heart. It's heart to heart. So know those questions beforehand. Number five, don't be afraid to experiment. Switch things up. Try a new room. Try a new way of asking. Change the order. Number six, develop your own style. Only you can be you. Number seven, embrace the awkward. It's okay with silence. When you ask a question, here's what I say, everyone. Count to 10 in your head before you say anything or re-ask the question. Count to 10. And yeah, re-asking that question is a huge deal. Number eight, eliminate distractions. Sit in real chairs. Uh, You know, don't have toys in the room, electronics. Um, kind of have the room ready to go before. And, and this is something that I do for my leaders is we have the room ready to go, but eliminating any distractions that are going on little, somebody can sit in a, a small, a mini chair, an alligator, yep. you know, thing like remove those distractions. Uh, number nine, if silent after 10 seconds. All right. So say no one answers it. Reword the question mm-hmm. and ask again. Don't just ask the exact same way. Yeah. Reword it, put it in your own words, switch it up. Stay away. Oh, this is number 10. Stay away from Christianese. The fancy words that we like to use, things like ask Jesus into your heart, things like that. Stay away from the Christianese because not everyone is going to be able to connect with that. And our culture doesn't speak like that anyways outside the church. Right. Number 11. Know you are connecting theology to the real world. So think application and understanding rather than just write the uh, right answer or have the right answer. Right. Number 12, be pushy. Sounds weird, right? Challenge and stretch them. Question their answers. Ask them why. Ask them more. Keep pushing them in depth because sometimes they'll give an answer but not have fully thought it through. Continue to push them into that answer. Lucky number 13, try to sit with all the same eye level. All right? Don't stand and teach while the students are sitting in there trying to discuss. Sit with them all the same eye level at best. Yeah. Number 14, don't play favorites. If the same person answers all the time, Have other people answer. It's okay to go, hey, someone else answer this question. (laughs) Yes. Number 15, avoid one-word questions. Yes or no should never be an answer or acceptable answer. And simply asking why or why not afterwards is the lazy way out. Reword those questions so it's uh, not just a one-word answer. Right. Number 16, don't accept the first answer. Maybe you could follow up with, does everyone agree with that? What do you think? I mean, you could follow that up, but don't accept the first answer. Number 17, 
affirm people's answers, um, affirm their bravery, even if they get the answer wrong. You don't want to squash or hurt discussion. So say, hey, thanks for answering. That might be wrong, but yeah, affirm their answering. Number 18, be super slow in correcting wrong answers. Usually their only small group uh, members connect them before you need to. Connect, correct, my bad. Yeah, speaking of, of which, yeah. <laughs> In my experience, most uh, small groups, the students correct, like that's not right yeah. um, before the leader does. Right. You don't have to be the sole person to decide who's right and wrong. Right. Number 19, if struggling with discussion, start off by personalizing it or sharing a story or an illustration or even a joke, something you get the ball rolling. It's okay if you don't start off serious. It's And it's okay if you don't start out with just the words on the on your leader guide or whatever. Yes. Just because there are questions in front of you does not mean that you have to use, use those exact things and nothing else. Right. Uh, number 20, encourage students to ask their own questions questions that's huge ask there there are going to be questions that arise from stuff all the time that won't be on that leader guide ask them to ask their own questions number 21 and this is hard never answer your own questions mm. re-ask reword reorder the questions but don't ask a question and then answer it yourself that's hard Think 33%, number 22, think 33%. As in, uh, during your discussion time, you should be speaking only about a third of the time. Um, so you should not be ruling the conversation with whatever you have to say. 23, focused uh, doesn't mean rigid. You can be flexible, but still move the discussion forward. Okay, let's bring it back. Uh, you got off a little rabbit trail, a bunny trail. That's fine. Keep them focused. That doesn't mean rigid. So you need to find that flexibility to encourage people to get back onto the topic at hand. Right. Number 24, don't go too deep too soon. You can start with some fun or some connecting questions that really maybe don't even have a whole lot to do. I always use like a would you rather question, just a really random would you rather. Or one of my favorites to ask is the first question is something like, uh, when's the last time you threw up? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 25, no one is a know-it-all, so it's okay to admit you don't know everything as a leader and say, I don't know, and say, "Let's." I'll do some research, I'll ask some people, and I'll find out next week. It's okay to say, I don't know as a leader. Number 26, have students own the conversation. Give them a list of questions to answer, to work through. Have the student read the scripture, not you. Involve your students in different ways. Number 27, unpack the scripture. Use different versions and look at those uh, differences. Don't just ask, what do you think of this verse means? Ask several questions on, okay, who do you think the verse is writing to? What context uh, is the author trying to, uh, is written in? All those kind of questions. Unpack the scripture deeply that, rather than just straight application. Number 28, wrap up the night by reflecting and recapping. And also, end in prayer. Number 29, uh, give a student leadership, uh, uh, give a chance for student leadership to be involved in writing, asking, and leading the discussions. Yeah, for sure. And especially leading. And this is a weird thing, just a quick note. A weird thing that I've done in the past is I'll take a treble kid and I'll be like, hey, I got to run. Can you run the small group? And yep. it's been some of the best yep. times that have happened. So Absolutely. finally, number 30, my personal favorite, have a snack while you talk. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves snacks. Just throw some gummy, you know, some gummies in there or ice cream bar or something simple that's in the room. And they just get in there and they're like, all right, hey, grab a snack. And we're going to start, you know, yep. talking. Yep. Yeah. And that is 30 tips for leading better discussions, small group time. Uh, we hope that you benefited from those. If you have any um, thoughts about them or you want to add to this list, 
go ahead and get on our Instagram. You can comment there. Let us know what you're thinking. We know that you've got some awesome tips too because you are all awesome. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today on the Embrace the Awkward podcast. And thanks for being our friend. We'll see you next time.